Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Jen Cutter, and welcome to Daily Tech Headlines Week in Review. Apple submitted its witness list for its upcoming bench trial with Epic Games, naming CEO Tim Cook, former Senior VP of Worldwide Product Marketing Phil Schiller, Apple Senior VP of Software Engineering Craig Federighi, and App Store VP Matt Fisher among those testifying. Epic will have CEO Tim Sweeney testify, as well as third-party witnesses from Facebook, Microsoft, and NVIDIA, plus iTunes Chief Eddie Q and former iOS Software Chief Scott Forstall. Twitter confirmed it's testing an undo send feature. This comes after app researcher Jane Manchin Wong discovered a subscription screen in the app's code with the feature listed, and she previously discovered UI elements of the feature in the app. Bloomberg's source says Microsoft is in talks to acquire Discord in a deal valued over $10 billion, with VentureBeat sources saying Discord signed an exclusive acquisition discussion, although the source did not specify with what company. Bloomberg reports that no deal is imminent, with one source saying Discord is still more likely to go public than be acquired. China's Ministry of Industry and Information Technology, State Administration for Market Regulation, and other agencies jointly issues new rules defining necessary personal information that mobile apps can obtain from users. The new rules go into effect May 1st and cover functions and services for 39 app categories, including messaging, online shopping, payments, ride-hailing, short video, live stream, and mobile games. During testimony before the House Energy and Commerce Committee, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg committed to implementing a reinstatement of former President Trump to its platforms if Facebook's oversight board overturned his suspension. Asked if Facebook was responsible for the January 6th Capitol riots, Zuckerberg said responsibility primarily lies with those that actually broke the law, as well as those who spread content promoting it. YouTube expanded a test that displays a list of products detected in a video that will appear in between recommended videos when scrolling below a video currently being watched. YouTube initially launched this to a very small group of users in mid-2020, now expanding to people watching videos in the U.S. A fire at a factory owned by a subsidiary of auto chip maker Renesis Electronics looks to worsen the ongoing semiconductor shortage, with the company predicting at least a month to resume operations. Two-thirds of the chips made at the factory were automotive chips. Back on March 2nd, Microsoft released critical updates to fix four vulnerabilities in Microsoft Exchange servers. Despite Microsoft urging immediate attention to the zero-day vulnerabilities, F-Secure reports that only about half the visible exchange servers on the internet have been patched, and criminals are attacking tens of thousands of them a day. Mozilla released Firefox 87, which now includes SmartBlock, which uses stand-in scripts for embedded third-party trackers, so the pages still load in an intended page rendering sequence without sending data. The browser also includes improved referrer trimming, which removes query data usually sent back to site operators when requesting content. An investigation by the UK's Competition and Markets Authority found that Facebook's planned acquisition of Giphy could reduce Giphy's incentive to expand its digital advertising, ultimately leading to a loss of market competition, as well as harming Facebook's rivals by offering worse terms or cutting off service. The companies have five days to offer legally binding proposals to address the competition concerns. 
Following Slack's rollout of Connect DMs, which lets Slack users DM across organizations, the company changed the invite process to remove customizable messages. Since these invite emails came from a generic Slack notification email address, users pointed out this would be a simple way for undesired contacts to get around email blocking. In response to the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission probe into app marketplaces, Apple rejected the Commission's characterization of the iOS App Store as the most dominant app marketplace, saying it regards other app distributors as significant competitors. The company maintained that the web and web-based app stores provide alternative channels to reach users. Spotify began rolling out a redesign for its desktop and web player, now offering filters to sort a music library and a download button to save music and podcasts for offline listening. The redesign also includes new playlist tools, integrating search when creating playlists, and adding the ability to write descriptions, upload images, and drag and drop tracks into existing playlists. Motorola announced the G100 and G50 phones, both with 90Hz screens, 5G, and 5,000mAh batteries, for €499 and €229, respectively. The G100, which launched in Europe and Latin America on Friday, offers a Snapdragon 870 with 8GB of RAM, while the G50 offers a Snapdragon 480 and 4GB of RAM, launching in select European markets in the coming weeks. The Verizon Media Group plans to rebrand most of its media franchises as Yahoo Services, with plans to offer a subscription to these services under the name Yahoo Plus, although niche brands like TechCrunch, Autoblog, and Engadget will not be rebranded. Verizon currently has 3 million subscribers to Yahoo Services, including Yahoo Fantasy, Yahoo Finance, and Yahoo Mail. discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to the Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline. Please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening.